In a world where God is dying, four heathens come to deliver the final nails in the coffin. From the depths of hell, Satan sends four puppets of the imperialist West and the Zionist Jews against God, Islam, and tiny kittens to bring you their propaganda and conspire for a new world order. This is Secular Jihadists from the Middle East. Hello, everyone. Um, this is the host of the uh, Secular Jazz face, uh, podcast, Face Aside Al Mutar. Um, and with us, we have the one and only Yasmin Muhammad. Hi, everyone. Uh, I love you, Yasmin. I love you, Habib. Uh, I love you too, Yasmin. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> love you too. Uh, and uh, the author of Confessions of an Ex Muslim, uh, great speaker. Uh, we recommend everyone to follow. Her, what she has to say, very amazing perspective and amazing story as well. I love how sh- how calm she is and how amazing she is. She's, uh, we are very happy to have you, Yasmin. Vessel's got uh, a crush. <laughs> we have Alaris V, the author of uh, the Atheist Muslim. And alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ali is having a lot of talks uh, within Toronto and so many other places. Please check out Follow Ali so you will know if you want to catch him in the next next uh, place. And Armin uh, Navabi, who recently gave a talk in London for the Secular Conference, which is described as the largest gathering for ex-Muslims in history, which is really interesting. So it's, a good thing. so it's a good thing I was there to mention our podcast, or else nobody else would. By the way, to people that came to me during the event and mentioned uh that they listen to the podcast thank you so much for doing that you don't know how much that means to us um it really it really it's really encouraging to actually put a face to the people that come and listen to the podcast it makes it it makes doing this a lot more meaningful so if you're at any event that yas is speaking at any event that Faisal is speaking or at any event that Ali is speaking and you listen to the podcast, please go to them and tell them that you're a podcast listener because it it really, I didn't, like when you told me that, it, I really didn't know how to show my appreciation, but I just want to tell you that it meant a lot that you did that. So thank you so much for coming and saying that to me. Yeah, please. And, and don't forget to uh, leave us reviews on our Facebook page. On our Twitter and on the iTunes and any place that you listen to our podcast, we'd always like to listen to your to your opinion. And please <laughs> give us a five star review, regardless of your opinion. <laughs> so, um, so, so today we're gonna have uh, an interesting. I mean, I would say discussion because I think all of us love each other, so it's not gonna be a debate about the except except Armin. But the the discussion today is about the terminology of Islam versus Islamism. And some people, uh, uh, there are people on both sides, some who think that this terminology is meaningless and we should not use the term Islamism. Um, And some think it's meaningful. Regardless, I think it's better that you guys listen to this discussion and, 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 and both of us, all of us can describe our positions 
I hope accurately and 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 you can make up your mind. I mean, this is a this is a discussion for you to make up your mind. I think all of us already have made up our minds, and it's really hard for me as an Iraqi to change my mind any time of the day. But um, so let's get started. So who who I'll should start. start introducing the discussion for today? I would love to start. Great. Mm-hmm. So if I could just begin by saying that we are not talking about Islam versus Islamism. And the reason for that is because there are over a billion Muslims, and obviously a subset of those are Islamists. And by the term Islamists, we mean they are Muslims that hope to um, to push the ideology of Islam into the politics of the area that they live in. There are different kinds of Muslims. And obviously, there needs to be a distinction between Muslims that are interested in furthering Islam and those who are just happy to practice their religion in a secular environment. Okay. However, in private, yeah, that's right. In private, you know, in, in a secular country, they're okay with, you can practice whatever religion you want over there and I'll practice whatever religion I want over here. And we're happy to be neighbors and friends. Islamists disagree with that. They think that all of God's land should be under Sharia, so basically the whole planet. That's when there is a distinction there. That's when the problems arise. So we're not saying that there's no such thing as a conservative interpretation of Islam, because of course there is a fundamentalist interpretation of Islam. But what we're saying is there's a problem with the terminology Islamism. So that's the problem. The problem is that the term Islamism, when you talk about Islam and Islamism, people tend to think of them as two different things. So it's like the term Islamophobe. We have a problem with the term Islamophobe. Obviously, there needs to be a term to to clarify what this phenomenon is, and anti-Muslim bigotry is the correct term. So same thing with Islamism. Obviously, there needs to be something to identify that. But Islamism is the incorrect term. I believe that instead we should be saying fundamentalist Islam or conservative Islam or literalist Islam or using some sort of adjective there, but not changing the word Islam. And when you have people like Ali's going to talk about this in more detail, but when you have people like Richard Dawkins, somebody as prominent and as important as Richard Dawkins, saying, I have no problem with Islam or I've never criticized Islam, I've criticized Islamism. Um, What he's doing there is he's talking about these two things as if they are distinct and they are not distinct. They are one and the same. Islam is a political ideology and Islamism is not a separate religion. Yeah. So um, what I wanted to do is what Yaz mentioned was uh, the Richard Dawkins thing. So I'm just going to explain this context. And uh, recently at the ex-Muslim conference, or the, the secular conference in uh, London uh, that Mariam Namazi organized that Faisal mentioned earlier. Um, Armin did get a chance to talk to Richard Dawkins afterwards about this exact topic. So to start with, uh, there's a, a Berkeley radio station at Berkeley University uh, that um, had invited Richard Dawkins, but then disinvited them and, and deplatformed him uh, because uh, they suddenly became aware of his criticism, his tweets. Uh, criticizing Islam, of course. He criticizes all religions. He's wrote an entire book <clears throat> slamming uh, Judaism and Christianity as well. But uh, whenever he talks about Islam, all of the bigotry accusations come up. But uh, so he, here's what happened. He responded to it. 
And I wanted to read just one uh, passage from the letter where he responded. Uh, so this is Richard Dawkins responding to KPFA, uh, the Berkeley radio station that deplatformed him. And he said, um, if you had, quote, if you had consulted me or if you had even done rudimentary fact-checking, you would have concluded that I have never used abusive speech against Islam. I have called Islamism vile, but surely you of all Ugh. people understand that Islamism is not the same as Islam, end quote. Now, this is, yeah, this is a strange quote from uh, from Richard Dawkins. And by the way, we all love Richard Dawkins. I mean, he's obviously a legend, uh, but um, we found this, problematic. I think uh, at least Armin and I and Yaz agree on this. Uh, Fessel will talk about his opinion as well, uh, is that uh, Richard Dawkins actually has criticized Islam by name, and he has done that, and it's the right thing to do. You know, it's just because it's Islam doesn't mean you can't criticize it. It doesn't have to be Islamism for you to criticize it. You know, it's not like there's a st there, there's nothing wrong with Islam as a religion itself and that it, sh it should be immune from criticism anyway. This is a point that Dawkins has made many times. So I found this a little peculiar. I felt like he was uh, kind of reaching out and trying to be a little politically correct, which is very uncharacteristic of him. And uh, when he, uh, I think he read out this letter at the conference in London and uh, Armin was there um, and he, he spoke to uh, Richard Dawkins and there were some other people there too, I think. Uh, Dave Silverman was there um, from American Atheists, and uh, Dan Barker from the Freedom uh, from Religion Foundation was there as well. And uh, Armin brought this up with him. And Armin, go ahead, talk about it. What was your discussion? Well, it was me and uh, Obeid were on the same table, and when he came down out, uh, that's Obeid Omar. He's a previous. He was a, one our, on our podcast in a previous episode. So when he sat down, I actually I heard that, and I really wanted to get that talk about it so i was looking for an opportunity to speak and as soon as i did i said like i really don't think there's any difference between islam and islamism because and i think the the fact that th these the word islamism is being used to kind of suggest that you know we can accept islam as long as it's not political but then we call political islam islamism and i said but islam is political by nature and the interesting thing is that um and Obeid also gave some examples um, to to back up what I was saying. And both um, Dawkins was listening and also David Silverman was listening. And Richard Dawkins specifically said that's a very good point. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that that means that we made, me and Obeid made our case and he agreed with it. David Silverman asked, well, then... What's the difference? And then we said, like, well, so what is the difference between Islam and Islamism? And we, we say, no, we're basically, that's what we're saying. There is no difference. And so he, I think he also got, um, got, and later on, I actually got on the panel and I spoke and I made that case again to the entire audience. So, and, and I, I, I do think now, right after he, he read that letter to all of us, I think now if he talked to Dr. Dawkins, he might have a different opinion about it because he didn't uh, disagree with anything we said, and he did seem to be like thinking about what we said and and thinking that it was a really good point. And I to to our audience listening to us right now, the, the reason why I'm saying Islam is Islamism and that Islam is political by nature um, is that if you read the Quran, you could see the Meccan verses that were came out in Mecca. They're not very political. The the earlier ones. When Muhammad ones. was more but idealistic, when, yeah. when Muhammad 
migrate goes from Mecca to Medina, and when the, the he become he very soon gains power and becomes a leader of the community there. And the verses that come down there are much more based on how to, um, you know, base addresses his the problems that he was facing at the time, which makes it a lot more political because he was more political, but by, you know, he was a more political figure at that time. And so the verses have a more political tone to them and it's more, um, and you can basically clearly see the difference. Yeah, right? Armin, it's so, also important to note to our listeners that in the Quran, it says that if there is one ayah that contradicts the ayah, you look at the later one and it supersedes the older one, correct? I was going to say that, and, and all these and all these verses that came in Medina came after the verses that were in Mecca, right? So it makes it even more political, right? Um, so the reason why Islam is political is because unlike Jesus, unlike the story of Jesus, Muhammad actually successfully gained power. Maybe maybe Christianity would be more political if Jesus had managed to uh, have a more successful rebellion. And, and so then Christianity versus would be about Jesus's rule over his kingdom on earth. But Muhammad did actually have a kingdom on this planet. So the verses are more political. But to people that say, well, Muslims, you know, some Muslims are not political, and some Muslims want separations of religion um, from 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 government. So that, if you say if you say Islam is by political is political by nature, you're kind of suggesting that all Muslims that are not political, not tr true Muslims, right? So how how could you say all these Muslims are not Muslim? Um, if you say that this is the true version of Islam. The thing is that Islam is not really defined by what Muslims do, right? It's possible for you to be a Muslim and not be a good Muslim and not be not follow Islam. Islam itself teaches us that mo most Muslims don't follow Islam, right? The thing, there's no two, Mus two Muslims in the world that are alike. So it's impossible for you to define Islam based on what Muslims do, because then there is no definition for Islam, right? The, the, only, thing, the only things that Muslims share as in their belief is the Quran, the, the belief in God, the belief in Muhammad as the prophet. So if you want to define what Islam stands for, the only source you have is the Quran. That's the only uniting factor. If people don't follow that, that doesn't mean that that's not Islam. It means that these are just Muslims that don't... Muslims that don't follow Islam. He, the thing, Islam, the word Muslim, is applied to somebody that believes in a set of things, not somebody that follows a set of rules. So as long well, as we're not gonna, we're not gonna start, we're not gonna get into that. Um, Muslims and Islamists. Just very quickly, I just want to make. Yeah. I just want to. When people, I don't want people to go say like Islam is not political because and many Muslims are not political because Islam is is defined. You can you can drink alcohol, have sex before marriage, not fast in Ramadan, not pray a single time, but as long as you believe in these three things, the, as, as Allah Allah has God, Muhammad is his prophet, and. Quran is the word of God. You're a, you're a Muslim. Maybe not a good Muslim, but still a Muslim, right? And that's that's, that's the most inclusive definition for a Muslim that you could find out, uh, find out there.
Yeah, and you can be just because you're LGBT supporter, that doesn't mean that Islam is gay friendly. Just because you're a feminist and a Muslim doesn't mean that Islam is a feminist right. religion. Yeah. So let's not conflate the people with the ideology. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then another example I gave was recently was I have a lot of Jewish friends who eat bacon. So I'm not going to go around and say, well, Judaism is okay with pork, right? But um, so I, I wanted, Faisal, uh, wanted to talk to you. But before that, I just wanted to say, like, the, talk about what really makes something political. And um, so you have things like nationalism as a political aspect, terms of law and order, territorial claims. These are some of the things. And, and using punishment and reward to manipulate people's behavior, right? So, uh, so these things, actually, the Abrahamic religions in general are inherently political because they have nationalist ideologies, like Islam has jihad, you know, Judaism has Zionism. Um, there's terms of law and order, there are rules about how to live your life, what's sinful, what's not. Um, and there's a punishment of, uh, you know, in Islam and Christianity, there's hell and heaven, you know, the afterlife that is used to direct people's behavior and to scare them into behaving a certain way. Um, and to dictate morality. And then there are territorial claims, right? There are, in Islam, there's a concept of the caliphate. In Israel, there's the, cho the, the, there's the, uh, the Israel, the, the, the chosen land for the chosen people. So, so these, in overall, the Abrahamic religions in general are inherently political, and Islam is certainly no exception. So um, the, the idea of political Islam is sort of like saying taxi cab, uh, you know, which is taxi. Well, maybe bad example, but it's like saying chai tea, because chai actually means tea. They're the same thing. You're saying the same word twice. Sharia law. Sharia law, because that means, Sharia actually means law. So it's law, law. So um, Fessel obviously has a dissenting viewpoint. He's the devil's advocate. And for us, he's also the devil. <laughs> so. Um No, I mean, I, mean, I, I have to. We I love you, Fessel. We love you. Love you too. Uh, I mean, I... I mean, I, we had a kind of a previous episode discussing this before, um, and I want to like explain my view as correctly as I can without <laughs> without hopefully getting attacked of either being an apologist or not an apologist. I mean, I the way the way I see religion uh, is, and so so what I was objecting to what the guy was saying in the previous episode, and I object to some of what Arvin say, is that this concept of islam says and islam says not and things of that sort i do believe strongly that the book the quran and the hadith and the bible and the torah and all of these things or even any book literally i mean obviously so so the way i see books is that you read the books of words and the words have a meaning and there is a plausible meaning and there is implausible meaning. So you can, I mean, for example, anti-Semitism is a plausible interpretation of Mein Kampf. If someone is going to read anti, going to read the Mein Kampf, to be an anti-Semite as a result of Mein Kampf is a very plausible reading of that book. Okay. So with the Quran, it's also very dependent. So there are plausible interpretations and implausible interpretations. And there is a spectrum. The way I see, so Islam itself doesn't speak for itself. Islam is divided into a spectrum between plausible interpretations, implausible interpretations. And within these interpretations, there are sects. 
that all claim to have a truth over what they're saying, okay? So religions generally, including Islam, are multidimensional. There, are, there is an aspect of it that is spiritual aspect, and there is aspect of it that is political aspect. That political aspect is referred to as Islamism, okay? That's, that's the way that I see Islamism, is that Islamism is an interpretation of Islam. It, I'm not saying that Islamism or political Islam have nothing to do with Islam or ISIS have nothing to do with Islam. What I'm saying is that ISIS and the Muslim Brotherhood and the Salafists and, and all of these groups that we refer to as extremists have an interpretation of Islam. And I don't think that there is such a thing as a true Islam because Islam itself is not based on objective reality. And every religion is not based on objective reality. It's not, someone can say true gravity because gravity is a physical characteristic that you can measure. But when it comes to, when someone says, what I have objection to is that this concept that people say that like ISIS is real Islam. ISIS is not real Islam. So you have the opposite characteristic. People say opposing and people supporting. I don't think there is such a thing as a real Islam. I don't believe there's such a thing as real Islam. I think that there are interpretations that are plausible and implausible, and there's a spectrum beyond that. And so, so, so Sufis and Shias, let's say Shias, for example, they think of themselves having a plausible interpretation of Islam based upon the religion, based upon the sect that they follow, right? I know that they are not the majority and they probably never will. But for example, they think they hold their views as strongly as many extremists on the Sunni sect believe. It doesn't mean, so, so it's all based on stories. And so they, they believe that Imam Ali should be the last prophet and Bukhari, uh, Bukhari hadith, which are followed by the majority of Muslims are not part of the Quran. So people say, oh, but, but, Muhammad, but the Islam says in Bukhari, that these people should be killed. The Shia, who is probably as extreme, this could be Ayatollah Khamenei, who are a member of Hezbollah, will tell you that I don't listen to Bukhari whatsoever. So what are you talking about? So, and these, so, so the way I see Islam is that there are versions of it. Some are more plausible than others. And they all have connection to that ideology. So what's an example of an implausible version of Islam for you? Well, uh, yeah, so so an, an implausible, I mean, for example, an implausible like version give, give of Islam. Give a real world example. Yeah, an implausible of Islam when someone says Allah does not exist and Muhammad is not a prophet and he, uh, so like when someone says Allah does not mm. exist is is obviously a very implausible version of religion. No, no, like like a real world, like are Sufi Muslims, is that implausible or plausible? Well, I mean, based upon based upon the scripture that they follow, it's it looks very plausible because the thing is, like for example, I mean, it really depends what the people define Islam is and what type of scripture that they follow that defines what Islam is. So, so for example, the Shias will say Nahj al Balagha is part of Islam. Ali and all the twelve Imams are uh, infallible, and they also represent a version of Islam. So it's like that's the way. Like, is 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 there are versions? And some are more plausible than others. So, for example, the Ahmadiyya version versions. of Islam. So, for example, Ahmadiyya version of Islam, which says that uh, Imam al-Mahdi and Jesus uh, were b both together, born together in a guy born in Afghan in uh, Pakistan. Sorry, in like it's India. Uh, 
uh, India, mm. and then this guy is the last prophet, and there, and he is himself is the last prophet. This is a very implausible because there are so many instances in which Muhammad is the last prophet. But what? I, so so. That being said, they can also be a version of Islam. They can. The thing is, like, because you're not there is not a thing as authentic Islam. That that's what that's the problem that I think. There's not as authentic. In the moment that you are talking about subject that is not objective as physical sciences, in which like uh, uh, the Earth orbit around the Sun, uh, gravity, the mass, and 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 everything is much more physical and objective. Other than that. Nothing is objective, especially when it comes to social sciences, when it comes to uh, philosophies and religions. What is it through capitalism? What is through communism? What is what is true uh, fascism? There are also all these like ideologies that everyone who follows them may think they are true based upon the version they follow. So I mm -hmm. let Yasmin. Yeah, but yes. none of none of anything none of anything that you said is different. I still don't understand why it needs to be called Islamism. No, I mean, the, why can't it just be called fundamental? So, so I am actually, yeah, unlike many, I'm not really stuck into the semantics. I, so the way I see Islamism or Islamist, uh, the, the, the way the term is the same way that there is a term called the Christian rights in which people want to, uh, like, let, give examples, Teddy Cruz, Mike Pence. Uh, I think that abortion should be banned because the Christianity told me to 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 do so, and try to make policies towards that. This is a theocratic Christian, and sometimes called the Christian right. And Islamism is the Muslim right, or Islamism is the is the the theocratic version of the religion. And, and someone can argue Christian right has a plausible interpretation of Christianity, and totally really disagree with them. It's, it is a plausible interpretation of Christianity. If someone believes that abortion is murder and the, uh, the life starts the moment of conception, right? It make, if it's the absolute evil, then it makes total sense to ban abortion because you believe that to be the case. So it is a version of Christianity in the same way uh, killing infidels is a version of Islam. So I'm not, I'm not this, so that's what I, I kind of like, that, so yes, this is. I'm not really stuck onto. I, I, if if people are gonna call it the Islamic right or the Muslim right or the Muslim far rights, I don't. It's, it's, it, I mean, as long as we can single out that fascistic element of that version of Islam and try to kind of provide a room for other versions of Islam to to succeed that are more compatible with free society and and liberal society. Then hell yeah. I'm happy. Uh, I'm, I mean, this is a said I, I I'm happy to do that. I think we're both on the same page, but my problem is the term Islamism. So I am stuck on that semantics. Because something fundamentalist Islam or uh political Islam, you're not changing the word Islam. You're still being very clear that it's coming from Islam. But when you call it Islamism, it makes it sound like it's something different and just and then people end up making the mistake that Dawkins just made, which is I have no problem with Islam. I'm not criticizing Islam. I'm criticizing Islamism as if it's a separate thing. And yes, that's I, problematic. I, I, Yasmin, I totally agree with you. I think that for those who are confused, it's very important for them to know what we're talking about here. I think none of us here are saying including myself, which probably my people think I'm the apologist here, but I, I, uh, to say that Islamism and Islam 
Islamism is a version of Islam. Whether you like it or not, it's a version of Islam. And to say that Islamism is not a distinct religion, it's not like uh, Mormonism. <laughs> it's not, it's like, like, for example, like uh, Yazidism and Islam, Yazidi, Yazid and Islam are different religions. Yazidism and Islam are different religions. Islamism and Islam, Islamism is a version of Islam. There is no, like when someone says, I think, I mean, like that's kind of the the confusion, I think, I which I agree is like, I think for some people listening, they will say like, oh, if you criticize Islamism, you're trying to say that, uh, I mean, Islam is good, or trying to say that has nothing to do with Islam. No, it is a version of Islam. The same way Shia is a version of Islam, the same way Ahmadiyya is a version of Islam. Sufis are a version of Islam. All right. So first of all, just just for the record, I, um, you already brought up Mein Kampf, so it's, I'm not doing the God when you already did the God. So I'm going to bring up your example, okay? So let's say you have Mein Kampf and you have some people that all of a sudden come and say, you know, this book for us, just use your example, uh, doesn't mean what other people are getting. And we are Nazis. But we, we're not against all races. We think equality between races are good. And we think Mein Kampf is actually a really good book. People have just misunderstood it. If you look at these, you know, these paragraphs, this is what we get from this. this. This paragraph that seems to be hating the Jews is actually showing you that how Jews are equal to everybody else. And, you know, it's if this verse that tells you how gassing people means like loving people. I don't know. So, um, I'll, I'll, you can, and then you can be like, somebody like, you know what? These are, look, not all form of Nazism is bad. Look at these Nazis. Why can't you let these Nazis? Just interpret interpret this book of Mein Kampf in their way. Why are you not encouraging that? If you are you against equality, let them just see it that way. And I'm like, no, these people are making the book okay. This is a vile book, and as long and they they, they might they might be deluded and read it that way, but others won't. Others will just read it as it is and use it for evil. And they are normalizing it. They're making it look like it's all, you know, roses and rainbow and spreading it even more. And we were trying, we were almost destroying this ideology, but because of these people, it's still spreading. It's st they, are they are responsible for making it still spreading, right? So, yes, I agree with you. There's lots of disagreements in Islam, lots of disagreements, but there's one thing they don't disagree on and that's that the quran is a direct word of god okay and as long not, as, not not all but yeah okay as long as islam and quran are connected spreading islam is spreading the quran and as long as quran is seen as a book of authority i have a problem with everything islam and in fact anybody that tries to make the quran seem nice is actually they are good people but they're doing us great harm because guess what? If it wasn't for them, if Islam was only these vile people with that wanting to use fundament, their fundamentalist views to, you know, Islam would have been gone much earlier if it was only those people. These nice people are the PR front for Islam. That Those people that use the Quran for, for their crimes 
their actions are being you know covered they, they are they they get their protection from for their actions by people that promote this book as a vehicle for peace and put it in a position of you know of full authority from god and because they think it's a mess it brings peace and hope for people they give it more legitimacy and then because it has that legitimacy other people get to use it to provide crimes and they use this book as their excuse and for as a protection for their crimes there is a major difference between a political nationalistic ideology like nazism and a multidimensional religions like Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, and, and the same happens with other religions, including Hinduism, is that when we're talking about religions, you're also talking about a spiritual aspect, you're talking about uh, prayers five times a day, uh, other aspects of, of daily lives, including uh, sometimes walking to the house with the right door and leaving with the left door and things of that sort. And, and we're also talking to, about birth identity. You're talking about birth, people who get born into Muslim families just come adopting. And there is a much more spiritual aspect with meditation and all like prayers and, and all of these aspects. So there is there is a major difference between religion and political ideology. That being said, there is a mix between the two. So in some aspects. So the I mean if you look at any other religions, I mean, leave Islam aside because, and I agree, it's one of the least reformed or the one that enlightenment did not have a big effect on. And that's something we have to push on. But if you look at other religions, including Christianity and Judaism, and you go to Quaker meeting, right? And you read the Quakerism, and, which is a version of Christianity that is redefined by social justice and, and feminism and all of these values that all of us care about. So they, and they also look at, they also have the Bible. They're probably pushing their Bible. They probably say we should buy a Bible. But the way that they look at the Bible makes all the difference, right? So if you look at the Bible, if you are a Quaker, and if you are a Methodist Christian, if you are a, uh, um, another version, another Protestant version of Christianity, in which you look at the Bible as, an inspired word of God that is in, not infallible, but rather told uh, uh, stories, and you can ch- pick and pick and choose what type of stories that fits into the ideology that you already have, right? And you kind of look at what many Enlightenment philosophers like Rousseau, Voltaire, and many others who try to find like that there is an essence within all these religions that they think is uh, community, peace, and love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And you extract these values from these religions, the good stuff, and then you can you can either ignore or uh, look at these uh, verses within a different context and a different way of looking at them. That makes up the whole difference, right? So if so, if you're gonna look at the Quran, right, and you say, well, the Quran can have some mistakes, or the Quran uh, is not the only infallible word of it's not infallible word of god but it's just a story that was given to us from a former generation that has these good things that we need to follow and badly to follow it makes a whole difference it makes a whole difference now we're not going to say islam is and islam is not and all of that so so yeah so i mean the, 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 you cannot compare nazism and communism and fascism and and Baathism to a religious religious ideology well, if we can compare Islam to Christianity, we could compare it to anything else. But 
I don't. I don't. No, we cannot. There, there are different. There are religions. There are political ideologies. They're not the same. But I don't say what Islam is. Muslims say what Islam is. Man, Muslim. You just contradicted yourself. No, a Muslim, <laughs> Muslims. I, Muslims say, don't look at, don't look at us. Look at God. Look at what the Quran says. Muslims point to the Quran always. But you said that you said that Islam is not defined, but how Muslims behave. No, but what I'm saying is that people try to say. People try to say the behavior of Muslims represent Islam, right? I'm saying, but if you ask Muslims, they say, no, no, not, don't look at Muslims, their behavior. Look at the Quran, because Muslims are not pure. The Quran is pure. God is pure, right? So that's what it Muslims... It depends on how much Muslim you ask. Yes. Yeah. And, and you, look at, you, you look at God to see what the... And here's the thing. If there's anything that unites Muslims... If the, if for the word Muslim to mean anything, right, it has to have some definition because if it could mean anything, then it means nothing, right? And I have talked, like most of you have, talked to many Muslims, to, from the most fundamentalists to the Ahmadis, to the Smalis, to Sufis, and the only thing that they agree on are these simple principles. And this is the most inclusive definition of a Muslim has to be that they believe in God, they believe in Muhammad as his prophet, and that they believe in the Quran as a direct word of God. Even the most Ahmadi that they're trying to be, be more inclusive and leave, leave room for all people to be under this umbrella of Islam, they, they draw a line and that's the line that they drew. Actually, actually Armin, I disagree. I think there, there's some, there are some Muslims, especially in the West, um, who don't necessarily agree with those things, and that like they... I asked you one time about it, and they don't even add up to a hundred. That the thing, like the Muslim. Okay, I would say, and I don't want to be, I don't want to have no true Scotsman's fallacy. But if you don't believe that the Quran is a direct word of God, I would say that you're not a Muslim. And guess what? This is ISIS. ISIS agrees, but yeah, go ahead. That's not a good comeback. That's yeah. not a good comeback because you also agree with ISIS that the verse that me it says that you could hit your wife actually means that you could like just because just because somebody is pointing. Guess what? ISIS also drinks water. That that doesn't mean I'm ISIS. i you know that. No, that's no, not, but, but you're trying to push that. You're trying. No, to, I'm not yeah. trying. To push, I'm pointing that. I'm pointing at the obvious. A verse that says "beat your wife" means beat your wife. If I see that, and if ISIS sees that, that doesn't mean I'm trying to push it. It means that I we're just reading the, the way, obvious. What I'm saying is that the way you look at that book and the way you look at that verse make up the whole difference. It, it makes up the way. If a verse is so clear about what it means. Just because me and a psychopath read it the same way doesn't mean I'm I'm pushing the narrative of the psychopath. So, so, so Armin, my my only problem is so. So here's the thing, and I wanted to ask Yaz this question too because you know she's silent. So I wanted to bring it to her. I didn't finish my response. I just wanted to say that the people that wanted to point to the Reformation. Uh, I have to clarify this with them. It wasn't it wasn't Martin Luther that changed Christianity. Martin Luther wanted people to be more true to the Bible, not less to the Bible. People think Protestants are nicer than Catholics. Who did the who did the uh, witch burnings? Who did but the you, Native you Americans? Ask the Native Americans what the what the Protestants did to them, right? Like you think you you look at them, look at religion and politics in the United States. Do you think that's not the Protestant religion? So. What made Christianity more modern in this in the, in, in today world? It was not Christianity. It was us secularists that forced it to bend to our ways. Enlightenment thinkers, yeah. to, 
for it for it to survive because we force it was the secularists it wasn't the christian it wasn't martin luther it was other philosophies it wasn't people having more money to be able to be worried about this life more than the other life it had nothing to do with christianity reforming it was the secularists and the atheists and the activists finding new philosophies finding better philosophies finding new ideas and and christianity had to change or else it would die Okay, so okay. it had nothing to do with Christianity reforming itself. I, I, one, I agree with you on that, Armin. One, one, one but, correction. Uh, sorry, Professor, can I, can I just ask you ask something because I've been wanting to ask her and then we'll come to you. So the the whole Islam and Islamism thing, I wanted to talk about that. Professor, you'll probably like this. The Just the term Islamism, why it's catching on and why people like it. I think one of the reasons is that because it's got Islam in it, it doesn't deny the link of you know the political aspects of Islam with Islam. It does acknowledge that it has to do with Islam. But on the other hand, it also makes a distinction for uh, people who are just sort of like um, secular, just born in Muslim families and say, okay, I'm Muslim because my parents are Muslim, um, and the people who actually follow the faith to the letter. So it does both of these things. It establishes the link with Islam, and it also creates a distinction uh, between the crazies and the non-crazies. So Yes, do you in that way do you think even if you even if it's not you don't think it's completely honest, right? Uh, which I agree with you on, do you think it has at least some practical use or some use in terms of outreach uh, for people who want to have a conversation no, it, about it's, it? Faisal and I kind of talked about this when you were in the washroom. We agreed that there it's important to make a distinction. It's not that I don't want that distinction to be made. Mm -hmm. I understand that that's you know political. Islam or fundamentalist Islam is different or, you know, there are some Muslims that follow, adhere to it, whereas other Muslims adhere to a more um, secular Islam. My, my problem is the word is Islamism, because that word does, why can't we just use an adjective like we would say, Orthodox Jews or Hasidic Jews or what or fundamentalist Christians or right wing Christians or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we just do that in this case as well? Because when we make it a mm -hmm. separate thing, we make it sound like it's something that's quite distinct when it isn't distinct at all. And I was just going to say also, mm -hmm. I'm totally fine with the spectrum of people believing whatever they want to believe. I mean, I know like people like Asra and, and Zudi who are so far removed from Islam. It's like about as far removed as Tofurki is removed from a turkey, right? Like, so there's little like little bits of turkey flavoring in there. <laughs> no, but you know can what we I mean? That? I'm okay can with I, can that. Can you tweet that? Because if you're the kind of person that doesn't want to hurt animals and you want to eat vegetables, but you want to shape it and mold it into the shape of a turkey and eat it, yet they're not calling themselves something completely distinct and different. Whereas political Muslims are not far from Islam in the least. And I know what you're saying, Faisal, about true and not true and whatever, but what Armin is saying is actually, he is right. Islam is a political ideology. There are smatterings of faith and religion and prayer and blah, blah, blah in there. But really, it's, it is a political ideology, first and foremost. And 
to try and talk about Islamism and Islam as if they're two things that are so far apart is, I think, dishonest. And I think that we shouldn't be using a completely separate term for it. It's like saying Protestant and Catholic. We've separated them. We've made them really far apart, but they're not they're not far apart. Yeah, I mean, my, my, my number one correction to Armin was when we talk about Islamic reformation, we're not talking about a Martin Luther style. I mean, a Martin Luther style Islamic reformation is closer to ISIS. So when 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 people talk about Islamic reformation and Islamic reform, they're talking about enlightenment and modernization. So when I'm talking about Majid Nawaz reformation or others or many people or even Basim Yusuf and and we're talking about a modernization or or a modern version of Islam. So when they say I'm supporting Muslim reformation, doesn't mean I support a Martin Luther King version, uh, sorry, Martin Luther, not Martin Luther King, but Martin Luther uh, style of reformation. Um, and I agree, I mean, I agree with Yasmin in her point that there are some people who are trying to say that like as if Islamism and Islam are 100% distinct entities that like when someone says, no, I'm not criticizing um, uh, uh, and like ISIS does not believe, like when I ISIS ISIS is a violent Islamist organization. That being said, violent Islamism is a version of Islam. So it's not to say that ISIS is not Islamic is a fallacy because it, it, it's not that Islamism is a different separate religion than Islam. It is a version of Islam. The only issue I have with what Armin is saying is that ISIS is Islam. That is the problem I have with. My way is that ISIS is a version of Islam. There are multiple versions. There are probably hundreds of versions. And ISIS is one version of Islam. There's 72 versions. I'm not saying ISIS is Islam. I'm not saying the, the secularists, Muslims well, are Islam. Well, you're kind of saying that. Saying no, that let, me, let, me finish, let me finish. Let me finish this point because I don't want it to go on saying ISIS is not Islam. What I'm saying is the Quran is Islam. I don't care about, forget forget ISIS, forget the secularist Muslims, forget the liberals Muslims. The Quran is Islam. The Quran is Islam. And the Quran, the Quran? And the Quran is shit. Okay, the Quran is shit. Okay, and as long as Islam is the Quran, Islam is also shit. Because the only way you could make Islam to be not shit is if you could say Islam has nothing to do with the Quran, and you are never going to. I think to be that's able, shitism. And, and you are never. I going think your to argument, to, your argument is bullshit. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you are never, you are never going to be able to separate the Quran, the Quran from. Islam, all right? And also, with, with regards, let me just, all right. So, so the Quran is ISIS. Is that what you're saying? The Quran is ISIS. Here's the thing. It, let's say there is no ISIS. Let's say there is no Muslims, okay? Let's say there is just Islam and the Quran. I, I read the Quran and that's... Who are a, these people? Are they, are they two like people? That is, you let's say it has no followers, zero followers, okay? You tell me Islam is a religion of whoever follows the Quran. Uh, so far, it has zero followers. We, you, if you, we're gonna appeal to you. You're gonna be the first follower. I'm gonna read the Quran. I'm gonna say, well, if Islam is a is a religion based on this book, then that's a very shitty religion, and nobody should follow it. Okay? Let's say that in a world with no ISIS and no Muslims at all. 
Okay. So, and also when it comes to Muslims, when it comes to Muslims, if they do good shit, if they do, if they fight for good things, if they fight for gay rights, if they fight for secularism, why are we giving credit to Islam for that stuff? We're not reforming Islam. We're reforming Muslims. Okay. Why are you dragging the name of Islam with the good deeds of these people that are doing? Give credit to the Muslims that are doing this. Let's not, let's not call this Islam. Islam has always stood in our way in achieving these goals. So why all of a sudden, when some Muslims are doing some good things, we're giving the credit to the major stumbling block that has always stood in our way, instead of giving the credit to, to these people that are doing it. Muslims, you know, Muslims are more than just Muslims. Muslims have other ideas than just Islam. So not everything they do is about Islam. So when Muslims are good, doing good things, let's not, back, let's not call that Islam. Let's call that secularism. Let's call that support for gay rights. Let's call that humanism. We don't have to redefine Islam to, to, cover, to cover all these things. No, let Islam die a very a, a faster death. Let Islam be the shit that it, that it always has been so that it could die faster. These things already have names and they're called humanism and they call secularism and they call gay rights and they could use, they could keep those names. We don't have to redefine Islam to but include But even if we things. do redefine, if we do redefine Islam to include these things, that's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Let them do that. The problem with that is that Islam always will include the Quran. And the, the nicer you try to make it seem, the longer we're going to drag that shitty book in history to be a book book of uh, source no, of authority. No, I, I don't disagree with that, of course. But what I'm saying is, what going back to Faisal's point about there being many different interpretations of the same book and different ways of looking at it and blah, 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 blah. Yes, that is true. Unfortunately, 80% of Muslims all see it in one way and it's a it's not a good way. And very tiny minorities see it in positive ways. That's right. Things can change. It's, it's, it's like we were talking about before with David and Goliath. David actually did beat Goliath in the end. But, but even though, even further than that, further than that, in the same way that Greek mythology and all the other shit that we used to believe in before that turned out to be incorrect and, and dangerous. We're not virgins anymore. We're not burning witches anymore. We're growing and progressing as human beings. And I think, I mean, 1400 years, Islam has been alive. That's nothing. That's meaningless. And, and it will be gone and we will forget about it. But yeah. in the meantime, if Muslims want to reinterpret their hateful, violent, horrible book, and they want to pretend that it actually means that, you know, if instead of beat your wife, whatever the fuck, I don't care. Believe that as long as you're not hitting your wife. If you have like so when you had uh, if you just went back even less than 100 years ago in like the 1930s or something, you looked at the Catholic Church or you know if you looked at Christianity, you know, the, the, it, there was a lot of violence. People used to the people who used to talk about it used to talk about it, incorporate rules from the Old Testament into it. They used to do that. And now you have people who are good Christians, peace loving, turned the other cheek. Uh, no, you know, the Old Testament's a whole different thing. You know, Jesus never endorsed that, even though he did. But it, they, have a, they have a whole, the whole idea of the good, peaceful Christian who's all about love and forgiveness. 
that has become sort of the face of what Christianity is. It's all like love and peace and flowers and roses. Is that is that if that happens, if you have 70, 80 years into the future, if you have supposing, so you have something similar, and I know Islam and Christianity are not exactly the same, they're very different, but supposing you have something like that in the future where, you know, you have uh, people saying like, you know, yeah, I'm a good Muslim and, you know, I do this and I believe in love and peace. And, and anyhow, people say it's a religion of peace. Is that, and even if the Quran exists, but supposing now people think it's divinely inspired, it's not really a divine word of God. Can that be called Islam? Yeah. I mean, that is, that is the thing. I mean, I mean, you, 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 like, if you look at countries, you look at the history of these countries, uh, Iraq in the 50s, uh, Egypt in the 60s, 70s, etc. These women who used to go wearing a miniskirt going to law school or medical school, they were Muslim. They were not atheists. They were Muslim. But they had a version of Islam that says what they are doing is compatible with Islam changes over time with a lot of power dynamics. Islam and Christianity and all of these religions have very much big attachment to what is, who is an authority. I actually just learned recently that the five pillars of Islam, what people think of the five pillars of Islam, and that's from a Princeton historian of Islamic studies, the five pillars of Islam actually get to become the five pillars of Islam in the 18th century. 18th century is when people thought of Islam as it having five pillars. All of the history of Islam for hundreds of years before the 18th century all of this concept of what now think of as Islam have changed. They have changed and Islam changes. And can I just say one more so, thing, Faisal? Can I just add to that? Islam existed for hundreds of years before there were even a hadith. Exactly. That's my, that makes my point. The only thing that has always been consistent is the Quran. But the but the see Islam changes with the with or without the Quran. The people who were were the people who followed Islam without the five pillars also had the Quran. The woman who goes to ministers to the school of Tehran. I think this is a followed. semantic thing. You guys, are, the the difference here, the disagreement is on semantics. But it's not a semantic thing. It's actually a history thing. Here's the thing. Um, actually, what you're saying, I agree with, and that makes it why is why we need to. Get rid of Islam instead of trying to play. I think Faisal wants to get rid of semantics Islam because in I'm not Iraq, semantics. No, okay, I know you're not, but that was referring to. I Ali. think Can I just can I just finish this thought? In Iran and in Turkey, if you go back some couple of years, they never thought Islam would come back like it did right now. Okay, so the problem with the fact that Islam could change, it yes, it could it, it could take a reform shape, but as long as Islam and the Quran are there, it will, it's a sleeping monster that will come back and it will take your nation with you, right? Ask the Iranians there. Do you think the Iranians before the revolution ever thought Islam would have a, such a huge comeback ever in their nation? Ask the Turkish there. Do you think at the time of Ataturk they would have ever see Turkey like this again? So yes, it could take reformed it but as long as you have the quran and so and people could read what it actually says it reads it will be a dangerous ideology so and same with all the, versions and, of islam are dangerous correct is that what no i'm saying, saying the less islam, islam, i'm saying the, I, i'm saying the less dangerous forms of islam still are covered for the quran and it's just the sleeping dragon the, the the less dangerous ones and as long as the quran is there and as long as you call that the word of god some people will some at some point take it seriously or some people will use that like as a political like, say appeal to the masses and like hey all of you that say that this is the word of god have you read it 
you have if you read it it actually says this so follow me to so that we could we could actually make well, the awesome. but and this is the same thing with the bible people see the bible's reform and stuff we have all the peace and look at the nice christians and the peaceful christians but yeah but this book is still used Use when read liter- literally to harm people. As you know, this this the Bible has always has been a stumbling block. Well, yeah, it's slavery, gay rights. But I mean, we're all but atheists. I'm asking, what, I what think if we you, all agree with you on that. Yeah, we do. Or, but what, what, we don't disagree with that. What if you're saying that if as long as the Quran stays and as long as people think it's a word of God, the problem will stay? What if the Quran stays, which is probably realistic, it's very unlikely it's going to be eradicated, but what if it stays just yes, like the will. Old Testament stayed and just like with the, the Torah, people used to think it was a word of God for centuries. Later, now, very few people think it is a word of God, even though they kind of keep in their houses and they treat it with respect. What if the Quran gets demoted to that level at one point where people, it still exists, it's, it's just, no, 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 still, still exists, but the but seventy percent of Muslims in the world, or eighty percent, just don't think it's the word of God anymore. They're like, oh, this is like this historical relic. This was part of our heritage and identity. Now let's go celebrate Eid and have a beer during iftar. What if that happens? If you think there's not, the Quran is not the word of God, then you you're an ex-Muslim. You're an ex-Muslim. Come on, come on. This is like I, what. This that's is the only place I disagree with you, Armin. That's yeah, the only yeah. Place. You're saying so. You're saying you're actually saying ISIS is the true Islam. This is, this is what you're saying. This is what you're saying. No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. saying. No, yes. I'm, no, let me clarify what I'm saying. Because if you think the, word, the Quran is word of God, right, and you still don't pray, don't drink alcohol, have sex before marriage, you're still a Muslim. No, you're not a believer in Islam, right? You're not a believer in Islam. No, no. You know, Islam is a religion of belief, okay? You say the Shahadat, you're a Muslim. It's not based on practice. So they... So the secular Muslim that that believes in gay rights. So, okay, uh, Armin can no, have that opinion. No, no, no. Even I want to make. I want to make. I want to clarify because Faisal is saying that I'm saying that ISIS is the only true Muslim. I'm exactly saying the opposite. I'm saying that as long as you believe that the Quran is the word of God, even if you don't practice Islam, you're a Muslim. As long as we believe in Allah and you believe in Muhammad and the Quran is the direct word of God, even after that, even if you support gay rights or you're ISIS, you're both Muslim. Okay. The key difference is the belief. The belief, that's why the shahadat makes you Muslim. Islam is about belief, not about practice. What well, in the shahadat that says you have to believe the Quran is the literal word of God? Armin, let me ask you something right now, because you are arguing about leprechauns and unicorns. Don't forget. Okay. What you're doing right now is exactly what you were talking about when you were talking about Harry Potter and the lightsabers being included with the witches and the and the the goblins or whatever. Okay. So when you say Islam says that if you do not believe that the Quran is the perfect word of God, then you are not a Muslim. You are basically what you are saying when you say that is you are adhering to Islam's rules or Islam's laws. Nobody gives a shit about that. Okay. If you mm-hmm. want to remove the Quran from Islam, you might guess. Go fight 99.99% of all Muslims out there. But what I'm saying, you have a book that defines Islam. Let's say it's a book of fairy tales, right? And in it, it says that there's a, you know, that we all have to worship this monster and 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 is evil, right? And some people take this fairy tale and read it and no, it's actually we believe in this kind monster and is you have to be kind to everybody. But because but the clear text in there says 
that's you know you have to do evil shit but i'm just saying as who long cares as, the text was written by some guy having a psychotic episode in a cave that's what we have to fight for we have to tell people that stop believing in leprechauns instead of telling we them all what the, agree the, with you habibi i we're all atheists what my point is, yes, is that I'm agreeing with you that we have to go tell people to stop believing in leprechauns instead of trying to tell them that the leprechaun is trying to tell them to be support gay rights instead of to fight gay people. That's not the argument you make. You tell them, no, grow up, there are no leprechauns. Yes, I, I completely, 100% agree with you. However, all I'm saying, and I, we all agree with you because we're all atheists, Yep. But what we are also saying is, if there are people out there saying, my leprechaun tells me to be nice to my neighbors, and somebody else that's saying, my leprechaun tells me to kill my neighbors, then I'm not going to have issue with the person who's saying, my leprechaun tells me to be nice to my neighbors, and I'm going to walk along, and I'm going to deal with the person that his leprechaun is telling him to kill his neighbors. That's all. We're not saying there's nothing wrong with Islam. I need to establish a much more important point here. What type of society we want to live in, okay? And what type of prerequisites we need that are necessary for establishing that society. The society that I want to live in is a society that is free, that is allows a free speech, that allows the human rights, that allows, allows people to be stupid. Allows people to think differently or think wrongly. So... This is the society I want to live. I want to live in a liberal democracy in which it allows the freedom of discussion, freedom of inquiry. So what are the prerequisites for that to happen? The prerequisites for that to happen is people reach out to this conclusion of where, from wherever they are from at the moment. Okay? So if someone is an atheist, will say, okay, I'm a humanistic and I believe in humanist values that lead me to believe in liberal democracy. And there are people who differ to you and tell you like, I, uh, religion is a very important aspect of my life, and I will uh, redefine my religion. I mean, look at us. Look at, look at ex-Muslims. There are 100 ex-Muslims, and all of them hate each other, okay? <laughs> so what it means is that the I prerequisite for guys. a civil, uh, the, uh, a prerequisite, look at what communists have accomplished. Look at what communists in the Arab world have accomplished, who, all, who are all ex-Muslims. Weren't they mass murderers and they were, weren't they killers? So the prerequisite for a liberal, secular democracy is not people thinking that God does not exist and the Quran is evil and Muhammad is the most evil person in the world. That is not the prerequisite for a civil society. We, both, all, of us live in, all of us live in big cities in which our neighbor is a Hindu and the other neighbor is a Muslim. Uh, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me finish. So you have, you have, you live in a civil a liberal democracy and all, th the, the four of us over here do. And the prerequisite for achieving that liberal secular democracy was not people believing that the Quran is an evil piece of shit and all of these stuff and, and leprechauns are shit. No, it was people reach out to the conclusions of accept. No, 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 no. People reach out to the conclusions of accepting liberal values and liberal democracy with their own context. Despite and that includes this, mm -hmm. and that includes them being believing in religion. And what you're trying to say is that you're trying to put a prerequisites. That, no, I'm not. Uh, no, you are. Yes, you are. You are trying to put a prerequisite that is like if you're gonna be a you are if you're gonna be a a, a a true Muslim, you have to not stop believing Islam is this. You you you're telling you're trying to tell people what to do. You're telling them what Islam is, what Islam is I not, have what it means. I my to, life for freedom of speech. 
I have supported Muslims defending Islam. I have supported Christians defending Christianity. Free speech is one of the most important principles I believe in. I. But you're, you're still saying that like it's like there is there is something missing. It's like if you don't believe if you don't believe that that Islam is a leprechauns, you are inferior. Come on, inferior for the secret. You think you're, you're, I, you're being inferior intellectually? You're not. I, you no, know, no, of course not. Of course not. You think I think that people that I disagree with are inferior to me because I disagree with them. I support a Muslim thinking atheism is dangerous to say that atheism is dangerous. I support a Muslim saying that people should be Muslim. That's, they, they, they believe that that's the version, that that's what they think is truth. So they have to go out and support it, whatever, to promote whatever they think is truth. And I come out and I tell them why people should be atheists and we let the best ideas win. I never say that Muslims should not support should not have the right to defend their views or Christians should not have to defend their views. I just think it's the wrong view. I was, I was joking with you. I don't think you're a fascist. And, and I don't, I just <laughs> think their views are wrong. <laughs> but what I'm I, saying is that I, you know, I, I, don't, I think, I think their views are wrong and I, and I, and I give them the right to think my views is wrong. But, and again, and this is not against reformers. I also think reformers are great people. They they value free speech. They value secularism. They value gay rights. And I support their, their fight for that. I just think that my, there's some ways are more effective and I might be wrong. And I hope uh, they 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 win they win and they prove me wrong if they are if they are right and I'm wrong I just think we all fight for the most efficient ways I never think Islam is going to ever be fully defeated not in our lifetime or anybody close to us but I think that when we are fighting for the truth we are pro I never think that being an atheist is a prerequisite to anything I know societies develop much better if people could point out the disagreements openly. I just, I'm just think that I, my view is that if more people f believe in reality rather than fantasy, I think we could progress faster. I don't think we're not going to be able to progress. Arm, sorry, I, I got to ask a question. I got to ask one question. Okay. Uh, first of all, I want to say that reform people who, who, who are reformers should not be allowed to serve in the military in any form. I just want to put that out there. That's one thing, and I'm going to tweet that. But the, the second thing I wanted to ask you, uh, Armin, 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 just one, one, one thing. So uh, there's a there's another front of confrontation that we're kind of opening up here, and that is the people, the fact that okay, Islam. I completely agree with you. It is a it's an ideology that is in a in a book, and I think that the Quran is Islam. That's what it is. That's a common denominator everywhere. But 1400 years ago and today. Right. There's one big difference. And the difference is that there are a lot of people who are born in Muslim families. OK, uh, people like, well, I mean, like a lot of Western Muslims over here, even a lot of Muslims that I knew in Pakistan, they barely know anything about the religion. All they know is my parents are Muslims. You know, on Eid, we go and pray. And that's really the only time they ever pray. And, you know, this is just my identity. This is who I am. I'm Pakistani or I'm, and I'm Muslim or I'm Iranian. I'm Muslim. And it's a it's literally just a birth identity for them. So so these are people, right? So how do you accommodate them when you're talking about this terminology? Giving them role models but, like Ali Rizwi instead of giving them more role models like Imagine that was because you come on, but you're uh, you're saying that we not, shouldn't call them Muslim. You're saying that they shouldn't be called Muslim. What if they say, well, you know, 
I've met, I've met a lot of American, young American Muslims. Hold, hold on, hold on. I've met a lot of young you, American you just, Muslims. You just insulted say, one of my best friends. Don't insult Majid. I mean, I love both of hey, them. But like, guys, you should not, you should no, not. no, he he loves Majid too. We I all... love Majid and I don't think he will take that as an insult. In fact, Majid is one of the people that I, that promotes <laughs> this, uh, this uh, allow, allows this agreement and welcomes this agreement more than and many, many right. diversity. I think he would never be offended by anything that I've said. So, so I, I'm, you just, I'm, you just said people so, should not follow him as a role model. But <laughs> okay, okay, first, 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 just one second. And I, think I, mean, I wouldn't be offended met, if a Muslim says that you shouldn't follow me as a role model. Obviously, yeah. like Ar- Armin, Armin, it's just a question. Then I'll, I'll shut up. There's, I've met young Muslims in Canada and in the U.S. who come and they tell me they're not sure about the infallibility of the Quran. They tell me they're like, well, you know, and this I didn't see this ten years ago. I see this now. You know, younger people, millennials are coming up. They're like, well, it was compiled so many years afterwards. It has some weird things in it. I don't agree with this. I don't agree with that. I think that some things got left out. Some things got added in. But, you know, I think overall it might be, you know, if inspired, but it's probably not a divine book. Now, you're saying that those people who do call themselves Muslim, you're going to go up to them and you're going to say, okay, listen, you're not really Muslim because they don't they don't necessarily believe it's the word of God. That doesn't that open up a confrontational front that is unhelpful? Okay, first of all, I would call them cultural Muslims, right? Just mm-hmm. like you would. But here's the thing. If somebody says like, hey, I believe in God, but I like the term atheist and I'm going to call my t- name, call myself an atheist, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, I'm not going to go and force that guy to ch- not call himself an atheist. Go call yourself whatever the hell you want, right? That, yeah, that's, that's the only thing I'm, I'm trying to get out of you. Change, that's not going to change what atheists mean. That's not just because a bunch of people all of a sudden say, I believe in God and I call myself an atheist. It's not going to ma- make the word atheist all of a sudden to include people that believe in God. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, but that's a, that's not the same thing. Because because we have to when it comes to community when it comes to words like but words, atheist it, has it, a meaning. Muslim, Muslim and Islam. We we've all acknowledged that Islam and Muslim are different things. So Islam. Yes, so, exactly. Okay. So, uh, yes, obviously. But, but atheist is somebody who doesn't believe in God. I mean, that's a very specific kind of meaning. Muslim isn't just. I mean, Islam's a whole ideology. It's a whole bunch of. Because atheism, it's lack of ideology. It's different. Yes, Muslim has includes people with many different views except the very few core beliefs right and if you take those who decide these core beliefs muslims okay okay so you're saying muslims are the ones who decide what islam is right muslims refer to the quran No, they they decide what the definition of muslim is yeah so here's the thing if if they can't decide what islam is if you want to take this these core views away from the definition of muslim go ahead and do that but if you do that then there is no meaning for the word muslim so right. what? So good. So then, the well, why do you feel that insulted by that by that no, definition? No, the thing is, okay. First of all, if we, if Majid one time told all of us that if for us to be able to talk about a problem, we have to be able to call it by what it, what it is, right? He said that on CNN. If we, if you, how can we address problems if we can't even communicate with each other about what to call things, right? You are. The Islamic community is complicated. The word of the 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 world of Islam agrees that you don't you're not a Muslim if you don't believe in Muhammad. If you guys want to take that away from them, go ahead and try and do that. But while that definition stands, I'm going to use the definition because for effective communication, we use words that 
we all agree what it means. Here's the thing, that people try to do this with God as well. People say like, oh, I believe in God, but for me, God is energy. For me, God is love. I'm, God is love. And for me, God is, I don't know, mathematics. Like, okay, you call that God, but for me, you don't believe in God. You believe in things that we already know exist. You're just relabeling them. And that just confuses communication. It makes this whole discussion about God go out of the window. But it doesn't delegitimize it doesn't delegitimize their belief though. If they think that God is energy, because God doesn't really have a definition. If you're Muslim, it has a different definition. If you're Jewish, it has a different definition. If you're a physicist who thinks it's energy, it's a different No, no. You agree with the definition and then you if you wanted to have a discussion, you agree with the definition and then you start based on those or else there's no point in having any discussion. But you, you think yeah, I'm against the people that are skeptical and are questioning the views? I love those people. Those are my people, okay? Just because you think I'm using a label for the word Muslim that they don't agree with, you think I don't support, you think I'm against the people that are doing these things. I, I have lived, I built an entire community that is trying to appeal to these people okay so don't tell me i'm against reformers or i'm against skeptics because i'm agree disagree i just think that once you have a word you ha that people ha are using a certain definition if, if we bought, instead of trying to get people convinced of uh, different ideas all of a sudden try to redefine words to confuse communication but these words are complicated by nature i uh, I can give you just a simple. I can give you a simple example. Wait, wait. I can give you Fessel. a simple example. Let me let me finish. I give you a simple example. Someone can say I'm a capitalist. Okay, I'm a capitalist. For some people, if you say I'm a capitalist, it means you are for laissez-faire capitalism. For some people, if you say I'm a capitalist, it also means you support safety nets for poor people, and then you have a, some amount of taxes. Some people call that social democracy. Some people call it capitalism. So even as as simple a subject as capitalism versus socialism, etc., you will see people identifying that label differently depending who you ask. Bernie Sanders says I'm a socialist, or Bill Maher says I'm a socialist, but they also use the private sector because socialism equals to them higher taxation with the private property. And and that is as simple. I mean, I'm not saying it's a simple subject. Economics is a much more complicated subject. But 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 that's the thing. That is the thing. You are trying the thing of the problem the problem I think all of us are having is that you are have a very strict definitions of these words that these words can only be the meaning they are meaning. And to be a Muslim, you have to be... The same argument was when the uh, gay marriage in the UK happened. And I saw millions, tons of people, they are not real Muslim. They are not really Muslim. Well, who gives a fuck? If they say they're Muslim, uh, if they... If they identify as Muslim, well, can you just celebrate that they gave... Okay, actually, first of all, for your capitalism, it, you never say I'm a capitalist and I always believe in increasing taxes. There's some core things that you know what capitalists believe. Anyways, another thing is that I... What if capitalism is a private property? I'm not introducing these definitions. The world is, the dictionary is, the, the community of people, Muslims and non-Muslims are. And here's the thing, they, we... We, how could we solve problems if we can't even come up with words to talk about things? Imagine if like people in physics come and try to solve problems and one of them came up, you know, for me, 
speed means speed and acceleration. Speed actually means acceleration, and acceleration means speed. So the but that's things. physical let science. Me, let me just say, say something, okay? These are so I'm going to use different definitions, and I'm going to write a paper on it. And you guys have to just all work in my definitions to understand what I mean. The thing is. It's impossible if if we can't. Even no, but, uh, nobody's saying that everybody has to work with that definition. What? Nobody's saying that. Nobody's saying that everybody. Uh, you're going to write a paper and everybody has to confine uh, has to conform themselves to your definition. That's that's a good point. I'm saying if you want to call yourself a Muslim or if you believe in God but want to call yourself an atheist, go ahead and do it. But for the rest of us that want to solve problems, we have definitions for words and we need to use these definitions and we need to call things as they are to be able to solve them. Or else we're not even going to get the past the first step if we can't even have words that mean things okay let's go let's go let's go back to the whole the the freed zakaria example when he's like my views on faith are range from deism to agnosticism but i'm embracing my muslim identity because of all that is he is he muslim okay, or not he can call himself a muslim but he's not a muslim and guess who who he's not a muslim <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> He goes back and goes again with his takfirism. He's like a takfiri. Like if you don't he, subscribe, he's, he's a deist and agnostic Muslim. That's what he is. I guess that just proved the point of my book title. <laughs> I'll give you the same question. What if I came to you and I say I believe in God, but I come, I want to call myself an atheist. Am I it's an atheist? It's not the same thing. It's not no, the same no, thing. But the principle is the same thing. No, I want to, the same principle. Ali, I'm asking Ali. Would you accept mm -hmm. my definite? Would you accept? Would you call me an atheist? I'm saying I believe in God, the Creator, a conscious being that created the universe. I believe in that, but mm -hmm. I call myself an atheist. Do you consider uh, that? So, so, you consider me an atheist? Can I, can I answer? So this is Armin, I, I get your. Can I just? Can I respond? Huh? Can I say something to Armin? Pl yeah, please. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Armin, objectively, that they don't believe in God. The definition of that is an atheist. Correct? That is a truth. What you are saying right now is you are basing your truth on Muhammad's words, on Islam. That's where your truth is coming from. And that's the flaw here. Do you get what I'm saying? You're saying that if a Muslim doesn't believe in the Quran is the word of God. That means he's not a Muslim. I've I've made this point before, and I didn't really understand your response to it. This when when Faisal is saying to you that you are being like ISIS, you kind of are, because that's what ISIS says as well. That's what fundamentalist Muslims say as well. You have to be okay with. No, no, no. Hold on. Just no. But but what I mean is you're basing your truth on. Islamic laws, correct? Otherwise, where is this truth coming from? Can I can I answer that? Can I respond to that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go All right. On. First, I'm okay. You the question. All right. Just to make me clear to ideas. I'm not ISIS. Okay. <laughs> Nobody says you're ISIS. The difference. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get to that. The difference between ISIS and I is that yes, I believe that Quran says what it says it does. But I think Quran is a fairy tale and ISIS doesn't. That what makes the difference. And that's the more important difference, okay? That's a bigger difference between me and ISIS and the reformers and the ISIS because they believe that I believe that this fairy tale and that they believe that it's real. Who care right. about so, sticking to the fairy tale because right. of so, the fairy tale I, rules? I'm, I'm trying to respond to you, yes. 
Okay, I'm trying to respond to you, right? So just get if, to the point, though, because you go off in tangents and then you lose me. Well, you, I, if I, if I'm, if I'm calling, if I'm being compared to ISIS, I have to clarify that, right? So <laughs> if 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 somebody calls flat, if you if, if flat Earth creationists, right, are called people that believe the Earth is flat, and somebody comes and says, I believe the world is not flat, but it's a globe, but I call myself flat earth creationist. And then I'm like, no, you're not a flat earth, you're, sorry, flat earther. Not, so if somebody, not flat earth creationist, sorry, let me, let me go back. So you have flat earthers and somebody says, I believe the world is a globe and not flat. And I'm calling myself a flat earther. And when I say, you're not a flat earther. Are you going to come to me and say, Armin, why are you basing your definition based on people that believe the earth is flat? You are now in the same league as people that believe the earth is flat. So subjective reality. Yeah. Objective right? reality is so the word is earth being flat or earth being a sphere. So what you're doing right now is as if you were living in Harry Potter world and you're saying no. talking about goblins don't fly. Because J.K. Rowling never said that goblins fly. That's what you're doing. You're no, basing your reality. No. You're basing your distinction on who's a Muslim and who's not a Muslim, based on a fairy tale book. Okay, no, this is what I'm doing. Let's say some people believe Harry Potter world is real. I'll call them Potterists. And somebody says, no, I don't believe the Harry Potter world is real, but I'm a Potterist. I'm saying, no, you're not a Potterist because Potterists believe Harry Potter world is real. And now you're coming to me and saying, like, Armin, you're becoming like the people that think that Harry Potter is not real. I'm like, no, that's just a definition. Just because I agree with the definition doesn't mean I agree with their world ideology. Okay, but when you do the tekfirism that you do, what you're doing in that tekfirism, is the, the fundamentals of that tekfirism is coming from Islam. So you Can are you explain tekfirism for the listeners? What tekfirism is? That means saying, tekfirism is saying that somebody is not a Muslim. If somebody identifies themselves as a Muslim, I couldn't give two fucks. If they don't believe Islam is the word of God, Armin, it's not your place to say. That's what I'm you saying. Actually, that's what I'm saying. That it's not my place to say. They could use whatever yes. word they want to use. Wait, wait, let let Yaz, let's see Yaz finish. Yaz, let's just, let's finish just what finish. you're saying. Armin, I heard you. You've been talking for a very long time. You're you don't need to repeat the same points to me. I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying when you when you're talking about. These people are fine. I'm okay with them believing whatever they believe. And I agree with that. It's like those people that say, just because you have a penis, you can't be a woman. You can call yourself a woman. You can act like a woman and pretend that you're a woman. And you can use the women's bathroom, but you're still not a woman. That's what you're doing when you're saying these people aren't Muslims. Actually, you know what? That's a good, Armin. It's, yeah, I want to hear what you have to say, but that's actually a good example. So there's a difference between the word male and female. Those have definitions, right? Female is an XX chromosome. Male is XY chromosomes and so on. But man and woman 
are different. You can have you can have uh, the XX chromosomes that you can identify as a man, right? So that's what trans people do. So man and woman are sort of experience-based. Male and female are biology-based. So the same way what we're saying is, you know, when you talk, sorry, sorry, sorry hold on. When, when you say flat earther and everything, those are very, very specific terms. But when you say Muslim, that is an experience-based thing. And that can come with a whole bunch of dimensions. Islam is different. Can I use that example? Actually, okay, so if man and woman is an experience-based thing, so the definition that we agree on is it's still the same. So here's the thing. So because we're not talking about male and female, because we're talking about man and woman, we are much more, the definition of man is somebody that have the, has the feeling of being a man. And the definition of a woman is how somebody that has the feeling of being, being a woman. Right. Those are the definitions. So I so whoever says that I'm a, I, if you don't have a penis, you can't be a man. That actually not coherent with the definition, because that's not that's how we define male and female, not man and woman. So I, again, there I'm being consistent. They're getting they're getting if you whoever says that you can't be a man if you don't have a penis doesn't understand the definition of man and woman. And again, you guys saying that I'm introducing the word, you guys accusing me of me introducing the definition of a Muslim, but the definition of a Muslim was there way, way before I was born. And again, and again, and again, you guys are accusing me of telling people that they can be a Muslim if they want to be, if they want to label them, them, themselves a Muslim. But I'm saying if, even if you believe in God and you want to call yourself an atheist, I'm never, I can't, how can I stop you? What I'm saying is that you can't force this new definition uh, on the rest of us. Oh, you we all agree with that. We yeah. all agree so, with that. So don't mis- if you all no, agree no. with that, don't misrepresent what I'm saying. Don't tell me I'm going to, Mus- to somebody that wants to call himself Muslim and telling him that he can't call himself Muslim. That's never what I suggested. No, I'm just no, saying no. I'm you, not... You are, you are being I'm an atheistic theory. You are being an atheistic theory. You guys, no, 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 you, guys, no, no, no. you guys are saying that I'm repeating myself, but you're not listening. I'm not. No, let me, any, no, I'm no. not. I'm not forcing a definition on anybody. I'm just refusing for a definition to be forced on the rest of us. That's what I'm. Okay, well, let me. So when when I when I compare what I, what I'm saying is that you, you you in that that point you are pushing what sometimes referred to as takfirism, is that you get to decide. What is a Muslim and who is not a Muslim? And and uh, and 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 if you if you, when you say no, and when you say no, when you say so, it means you are following a fundamentalist that the equivalent of a no, fundamentalist. No, no, Fessel, Fessel, he didn't say that. That's not what he was saying. No, he said like I I don't think you are not a real Muslim if you don't believe that this Quran is the literal word of God. Did I ever say that? Did I ever say that, that I'm the person that decides who's a Muslim and who's not? Uh, what I'm saying, no, what you're saying is that but they are not real Muslims. If you don't, so the concept but of... Am I not, deciding that? Am I... Yes, did you I mentioned say, that multiple did, times. Did that I, yeah, but did I say that I'm deciding that? No, but but you said you... But you I mean, you the didn't same decide way. that. Muhammad decided that, and you're agreeing with not him. Not Muhammad, the Muslim community yeah, yeah, so, decided so, so that. So the Muslim community is so the of the Islamic world decided that. So, so in your world, okay. of the entirety of the Muslimic world, 
in, in your world of the entirety of the Islamic world, you this is okay. So, who cares? Let's let's let make the Muslim mean whoever thinks that we can fly out the window. Okay, let's make. Eighty percent of Muslims want your you and your family dead. Does that make them correct? Who cares what they believe? No, he's he didn't say that. Yes, he's he's he didn't say that either. So I think. I, oh, can I can I summarize what I okay. So, because like, I think it's very important. I think Maybe what, I am uh, what, what all this discussion goes back into is, I mean, the, the subject is very complicated. I mean, we're talking about a very complicated subject with a very complicated ideology that is discussed all the time in the media. That being said, I mean, I, I'm glad that we were able to maintain a civil conversation. And one of them, uh, I think Armin is still very angry. And I think that's it's fine. funny that but, we, we all thought it was going to be the three of us versus Faisal, but it turned out to be actually <laughs> against Armin. <laughs> uh, I think I think what Armin is saying is that uh, he's saying that, you know, I am not going to, if someone wants to call themselves Muslim, they can call themselves Muslim. But that doesn't mean that I have to change my definition of Muslim or the definition of Muslim to fit what they're trying to say. That's basically, I think, Armin's point. And I, I, it's, a, it's a very sort of nuanced point. I, I don't think that's the, yeah, go ahead. Also, I think for, for us to be able to communicate about these important words, we have to have some sort of, some sort of definition for, for words. We can't have the words mean one this something one day and another thing one day. That's what Majid Nawaz says. So Majid Nawaz said you have to be able to call things by their name if you want to address the problem. If the word Muslim doesn't mean people and that that's believe why, in God, if, you, that if the word Muslim point. If the word Muslim doesn't mean people that believe in God, Muhammad, and and the Quran, I don't know what it means. And people, when I when I say Islam, Muslim means this. People are like, who are you to decide? When I say oh, Muslims decide, and then when I say, well, Muslims say this, or like, who said when Muslims say this? It means I, 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 I don't think that applies to all words. I think different words are different. The different different words are different. Some words change over time. Because if that's not the definition of a Muslim, there is no such thing as Muslim. And then we can't even talk about these things because we don't even have words for them. And, yeah, and but Majid, that's uh, you read Ali's called, book. That's what Ali says in his book too Ali about the whole atheist Muslim. That he's a cultural Muslim, not a Muslim Muslim. Right. Okay. I understand that. But, yeah. but that what, what you're talking about is the whole Farid Zakaria thing and whatever. Like, that's fine. It, they don't have to fulfill any kind of criteria I, of what it means to be I, them, I, in I order agree. to call themselves. A, la, 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 la. Hang on a minute. Okay. <laughs> so it is just a spectrum and there is no definition and we have to just be okay with that and we have to let it go and we don't get to define who's Muslim and who's not a Muslim and we don't get to tell anybody if you're a Muslim or you're not a Muslim. And we can but still keep okay that the word doesn't said, have the I meaning never, that you think it has. I never said any of those things that people should not be able to call themselves what they want to, to call themselves to say. I never said that I get to decide what the word Islam Muslim means. I never said any of those things. Which, which so, brings us to, as our friends and my friend Noah says, we have to call things by its name. And our enemy is Islamist extremism. So our, thank you very much, everyone. Our enemy is Islam. This is this. Uh, okay, guys. Actually, thank you. So, okay, guys. Okay, guys. Our enemy is Islam. I think everything we've wanted to say, we've said. It's kind of going. We're repeating ourselves. So let's just uh, wrap it up over here. So, so everybody's so, point of view is out there. In the words of Fajit Nawaz, our enemy is Islamist extremism. So thank you All very right, much for listening. Islam. And uh, let's call it Islamic piety. <laughs> <laughs>
that's what I call it. That's I, what I would say it. that was that was an engaging conversation. I, I mean, I think it's like I hope many people. Can, will I, can, learn can I just make one more? Can I make one final statement? Sorry, okay, just Please one do. really important yes. point that I want to make, and yes. that important point of is course. we are atheists and we push for atheism. Yes. And let the Muslims push for whatever flavor of Islam they want. That's fine. That's it. Let Majid do his reform or whatever they want. Asra do her reform. Let them do their thing. But that's not our thing. Our thing is atheism, and we need to be pushing for the truth. And, be, and because we, we because we push speak, for the speak because, up for yourself, yes, because we because we push okay. for the truth, we fight Islam in all its forms. Right. Okay. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, Arvin. Speak for yourself, Arvin. And, and Ali. Of course. And what we do is we Wait, all speak. Wait, are you joking right now, Faisal? Uh-huh. No, no, he's just telling you. He's, he's Are joking, you joking right, right now. now? Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, Ali, let him answer. Faisal, are you joking right now? Joking about what? I said, speak for yourself. <laughs> Do you disagree with what I just said? Well, I, yes, partially, yes. But it, it's oh, funny. okay. So he's not joking. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, but I made it. Uh, so, yes, I mean we. Please tell me how. You... I mean, I, I think it's like there is no. I, I mean, I think is that. To achieve our goals of liberal democracy within the Muslim world, uh, we might actually need to work with liberal-minded Muslims and, and reformers to achieve that. So I don't think we have to push atheism to make the Muslim world liberal and secular. We can probably, and we probably need to do that. I mean, I don't think there is one way of doing that, of trying to achieve our goals. Uh, I mean, if our goal is to have a liberal, free society with respect to human rights, uh, Atheism is one way and making people leave their religion may be one way to achieve that and maybe it could be other ways. So I'm, I'm very open. Yeah, to... I think we agree with that. You can do both. You can do it. Yeah, so we got... Yeah. Yeah. saying is right. That's part of it. That's part of... You're saying that we should have a conversation where everybody can talk about what they think and they can bring it out. Armin is saying the same thing. If you're Muslim, talk about Islam. If you're a Christian, talk about Christianity. But then if you're an atheist, talk about your atheism. Push it all and uh, have the conversation. And make sure yes. say what they want to say. The conversation. I wish more mm -hmm. people have a conversations the way we do. I really wish that. Yeah. I really like this episode, by the way, guys. Yeah, so I really. Armin, you are such a masochist. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially, I mean. He's a Shia. That's here. why. He I'm likes to Hot candle wax on his nipples. And I'm a sword. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> just because he's going to miss this podcast. But, you know, Armin, so we all love Armin to death. Uh, and uh, okay, well, not to death. Not to death. Uh, not uh, <laughs> to pain. To pain. To pain. <laughs> Thomas yeah, yeah. Thomas Pain. Um, <laughs> pain with an E. So, so yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a great episode. That I really wish more people talk about these issues the same way we do, and not yes, uh, get like guns, not get mm -hmm. violent. Or uh, I mean, I think that civil conversation and discourse is really what makes. Uh, yes. The world a better, a better place. So thank you so much for listening. And, and Islam and Islamism are exactly the same thing. Thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> we're going to uh, go on from move. Uh, just an announcement that we're from here on. We've until now we've been podcasting. We've been doing a podcast from here on. We're going to move to podcastism, which is a completely, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing, and oh. uh, we'll see you on the on the next episode. Uh, of, uh, and our enemy is Islamist. And our enemy is Islamist extremism. Have a great night. All the secular jihadists have been made possible thanks to the gracious support of the Illuminati and the great state of Israel. That's what we have been told, but we haven't received our checks yet. 
In the meantime, we greatly appreciate the support of our current donors. Please consider supporting by sharing the podcast with your fellow heathens or by donating at patreon.com slash sjme.